Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Dump, a fantasy baseball podcast. What's up, everybody? We're back with the week four report. Kick it off as we usually do with some highlights from recent action. First up, Carlos Rodon breaks the franchise record for the Giants set by two-time Cy Young winner and Giants legend Tim Lincecum in 08 and 09 with 38 Ks across his first four starts. That's earned him a league-leading 14.9 Ks per nine through the season. We had a couple firsts last week. Walker Bueller gave us our first complete game shutout of the season and the first of his career. He was on fire with only three hits, zero walks, and 10 Ks. The Mets also gave us our first no-no of the season. That consisted of McGill, Smith, Rodriguez, Lugo, and Diaz. Hopefully you rocked with me preseason and let Trevor Bauer rot on somebody else's roster and didn't waste a draft pick on him because the league has just handed him a two-year suspension. Somebody I highly recommended using a draft pick on, Mike Clevenger, is expected to return this upcoming week on Tuesday, May 3rd. Still available in almost 30% of ESPN leagues and I would definitely grab him if you can. Heading into Sunday... Kevin Gossman is the only starter to make it through four starts without a walk yet this season. He's pitching on Sunday. Gonna be cool to see if he can keep that streak going. Let's get to the streams of the week. Monday, May 2nd. I'm going with Chris Paddock against Baltimore. He's 31% owned on Yahoo and 11% on ESPN. As for guys under 50% owned on Monday... Options are pretty bleak. I wouldn't go with Wells, Jeffries, Odorizzi, or Stripling. Somebody I do like is Steven Matz facing Kansas City. He's got two good starts this season. First Milwaukee and Cincinnati, in which he's earned two wins for himself, along with two bad ones on opening day against Pittsburgh and his latest against the top-hitting Mets. But he's sitting on an above-average 28.4K percentage so far, with 23 in 17.2 innings. But a lesser-owned guy who's more likely to be available in your leagues, Chris Paddock, facing Baltimore in a great matchup. He's coming off two rock-solid outings in which he's gone 10.2 innings pitched with 10 Ks, three earned runs, 10 hits, and just one walk. Those were versus Kansas City and Detroit. This week, he's got two more fantastic matchups against Baltimore Monday and Oakland on Saturday. I'd be rolling him out with confidence. Tuesday. Brad Keller at St. Louis, 27% owned on Yahoo and 23% on ESPN. We're back to the KC St. Louis series this week. Keller has given you three out of four quality starts this season, going seven innings pitched in two of them, one of which came against the White Sox in his latest outing, where he only let up one earned run, no free passes, and three hits. He's sitting on a 2-1-9 ERA this season with only five free passes, which has led to his .77 whip. I like him to keep it going against St. Louis. Wednesday, Austin Gomber at home against Washington. A back-to-back on this list. As I mentioned last week, he pitched elite at home last year at Coors Field with 47.1 innings pitched, a 2-0-9 ERA, a .95 whip, and a 5-1 record. 
He's only 5% owned on Yahoo and 3% on ESPN. His home start last week ended up getting pushed, and he pitched at Philly, but still did excellent. Now having thrown two quality starts in his last two outings, with 12 innings pitched, two earned runs, one walk, seven hits, and 14 Ks. It's a great matchup at home against Washington, and I think he keeps it going. Should be good for a W2 facing Corbin on the other side. Thursday. Not a lot of guys I like here, so I'm going to bring us back to Hunter Green. You know I'm a big fanboy. He's facing Milwaukee on the road, and he has been rage-dropped severely, down about 20% in leagues, taking him down to 56% on Yahoo and 53% on ESPN. Look, Green's had a warm welcome to the league. He's faced Atlanta, the Dodgers, St. Louis, and Colorado at Coors. Most of those squads have several appearances in the top 10 of major hitting categories, packed with hard hitters. I definitely wouldn't give up on him yet, and I definitely would grab him if he's been made available in your league. He's got a much nicer matchup this week against Milwaukee, who's 15th in runs, 21st in hits, 15th in RBIs, 25th in strikeouts, 23rd in batting average, 22nd in OBP, and 17th in OPS. Guy's got a bright future ahead of him. Friday, Chad Cool at Arizona, 41% on Yahoo and 34% on ESPN. This guy has kicked off the season on fire. 1.1 ERA, .92 whip, and two wins. His career numbers aren't great, and he's had some very easy matchups thus far, but he's looking at another one here against Arizona. If he's gone, another guy I like who has started off the season quietly well, Joel Irvin. Not a big K guy. But through his first five starts, he's got two wins, a 2.93 ERA, and a 1.16 whip. Only 22% owned on Yahoo and 16% on ESPN. Saturday, Bruce Zimmerman at home with a great matchup against KC. He's only 13% on Yahoo and 11% on ESPN. He's looking at a two-start week himself at home versus Minnesota on Tuesday. And I thought about picking him over Keller for this list. He's off to a great start also. With 19.1 innings pitched, 21 Ks, 2 earned runs, 6 free passes, which has led to a .93 ERA and a 1.19 whip. Two of those starts came against the Yankees. He's only sitting on one quality start so far and lacking the run support, but pitching like that, he doesn't need much. I'm running him with confidence against KC this week. About a little pump or dump. First up... Travis Demerit, only 2% owned on Yahoo and 1% on ESPN. On Yahoo, he's second base, shortstop, and outfield eligible. First just outfield on ESPN. He's recently been called up to join the hot-hitting lineup of Atlanta. After nine seasons in the minors, capped off with three in AAA where he slashed an impressive 284, 376, and 570 with 43 home runs. He's gotten the call-up, and through five games with Atlanta, he's slashing 389, 450, and 778 with two homers. Definite pump for me, and a guy I'd keep my eye on. He's fast, should get some steals, and last week he crushed an inside-the-park home run. Next up, Wilmer Flores. 26% on Yahoo and 31% on ESPN. First, second, and third base eligible for San Fran. I love these guys. Seems like every year there's a new one becoming relevant. Late in drafts or on the wire. Turning into a reliable player to move around your lineup. 
We've seen it happen with Max Muncie, DJ LeMayhew, Ty France in recent years, and maybe Flores is next. He's sitting on a 290 average, which is expected to be less, and a 333 OBP, which is expected to be a little bit more. But you never know with these things. He's hit in his last 8 out of 10 games with 2 doubles and a homer. And I like that above average 14.7K percentage, which is even higher than his career 12.9. With that position eligibility, he's a pump for me. Another guy to keep your eye on, Santiago Espinal. 21% owned on Yahoo and 10% on ESPN. He's second and third base eligible for Toronto and another hard-hitting lineup and one of the more added players recently. Off to a solid start. With three steals, six doubles, two homers, batting 273 with a 338 OBP in April. Not so sure about this guy in the long term, but I'm pumping him for now and I think he's worth an add to ride it out and see what happens. And lastly, James Caprielian. 13, 13% on Yahoo and 5% on ESPN. Starting pitcher from Oakland, back from injury, making his first start on Sunday, May 1st. Definitely somebody to look out for. He was quite serviceable last year with an 8-5 record, 4.07 ERA, 1.223 whip, and 9.3 strikeouts per nine. If you're looking for a pitcher to help you out on the wire, I think he can make a leap this year and improve even further. Let's talk some trades with the Fleece of the Week. Posted my trade talk thread on Reddit again, which I'll continue to do all season led to a lot of great conversations on trades really appreciate everybody who's posting in there and everybody who's come to give advice for folks who are looking for it first one i want to speak on is some great management from user kc royal four he posted that he picked up sean murphy giving him a surplus at catcher while already holding real mudo so he went ahead and dealt real mudo for shane mcdaddy mcclanahan straight up i love this for you Catcher being the thinnest position in the game, picking up Murphy who's off to a great start and absolutely serviceable as your main catcher, you went and sold a big name for an absolute ace of a pitcher. Mac Daddy was coming off the board around the 100th pick in most drafts, and he is looking like he made a major leap into his second year. His ERA is down from 3.43 to 3.00 so far, but even more impressive, his whip is down from 1273 to 1.000. He's backed by a great Tampa lineup, which should lead to an excellent record this year. And heading into Sunday, he's leading the league in Ks with 42 and a rate of 14 per nine, way up from last year's 10.3. I love this guy. I was high on him pre-draft and he is executing. Easily a top 15 pitcher. And if he keeps this up, he could crack the top 10. So well done, KC Royal. Next up, user UL49 said he's been offered his Manny Machado, Connor Joe, and Matt Brash for Air Jordan Alvarez and Zach Wheeler in a Dynasty Points League, while noting that he has Austin Riley to cover him at third base and needed a stud outfielder. I say you take a freaking nail gun to that accept button. Jordan Alvarez at 24 years old is absolutely the stud outfielder you need to boost your lineup. It's a nice sell high on Connor Joe's great start. And you got Riley to cover you at third base, who's far younger than the 29-year-old Machado. In turn, 
along with that boost to your outfield, you get a huge upgrade in the now going from Matt Brash to Zach Wheeler. I was on the Brash hype train after his first start. He's thrown in the high 90s, getting great movement. But since then, it's become clear that he has some major development needed as he seems to be struggling greatly with his control and command on the mound. You never know with these prospects, so cashing in on an ace caliber guy like Wheeler, especially after the slow start, which probably led to the other manager in this deal being down, I think you nailed it. And the last deal I want to speak on is one I found in the Yahoo Player chat for Taylor Ward. I found the user T-E-T-E-U seeking some advice, saying that he was offered pitcher Otani and Taylor Ward to give up Luis Robert, Bobby Dalbeck, and Eduardo Rodriguez. And I saw that and instantly thought accept. First off, Bobby Dalbeck is hardly rosterable in a league. And I feel the same about Eduardo Rodriguez. He's the same old Erod giving up lots of runs, hits, and walks, and won't be winning nearly as many games as he used to pitching for Detroit rather than Boston. So the way I see it, you're giving up Luis Robert to get Taylor Ward and pitcher Otani. Robert's a prestigious name, but meanwhile, Ward, who I mentioned in last week's pump or dump as a major pump, has seen his percent ownership rise over the last week from 13 to 79 Yahoo and from 5 to 70 in ESPN. And that's for very good reason. Having only played two weeks so far, he's a top 20 player in total points for points leagues so far. And he's actually averaging the most points per outing in points leagues, just ahead of J-Ram. He's a guy who can help you in every category as he's getting steals. He's batting at the top of the Angels lineup. And as for the rest of the season, I think you can expect him to put up Luis Robert caliber numbers. So my guy or girl, go get yourself an ace pitcher in Otani and don't look back. That's going to be all for the week four report, folks. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate the support. If you've been enjoying the show, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Check out my Twitter and Instagram pages at Morning D Fantasy. You can hit me up anytime looking for some ad drop or trade advice. I'll be tweeting throughout the week with some must-add players that I come across. Always be letting me know about some deals you pull off for some shout-outs in the fleece of the week. And remember, can't have your coffee without the morning dump.